Hey everyone, welcome to the Mass Construction Show. I'm your host, Joe Kelly, and this is a podcast about all things construction in Massachusetts and beyond. Today's episode is audio from a recent episode of the Dope and Tape Show, where I sat down with Brian and Blue Collar Brian Williams and Blue Collar Bobby to chat sprinkle fitting, what it's like from a GC's perspective, content creation, a few things like that. So hopefully you'll enjoy this audio. I would go ahead on over and follow Blue Collar Bobby and Brian Williams on Instagram. If you look at my account, you'll find them. Otherwise, you should be able to just search it. No big deal. Few things to cover before we get started. Uh, I would like to say I had a great time out at Wentworth this week talking about community building and community leadership. It was great talking to the students, chatting with everyone from the CM Club. We hung out for an hour and a half after just answering questions. So had a wonderful time. Some industry folks were there, faculty was there, a couple trade associations, a few trade associations showed up. So that was excellent. It was nice to kind of join a couple events together. And uh, hopefully you maybe can attend the next one. So next one coming up will be with Sean Lover, president of Columbia Construction. And we will meet, let's take a look on... Sorry, I changed my calendar there. It is April 11th at 6 p.m. on Wentworth's campus. I will put a link to sign up in the show notes, and we will basically be doing a live episode with Sean. Pretty excited about that. We're going to be, again, covering the topic of leadership, and this is going to be leadership at a general contracting firm. So I'm excited. If you'd like to come by, see the show happen, maybe grab a drink after, I think that would be great. Kind of uh, mix those two things together do a little kind of impromptu mass construction meetup and talk about leadership and hear from Sean. I'm excited for that conversation. Today's episode is brought to you by Central, commercial carpenters and supporters of our conversation. Enjoy the show. Real quick, background was a superintendent for large GC, doing mostly like high-rise work. Then I became a building inspector in the city of Boston, that kind of got me into the code side of things. Went to this trade association, the Association of General Contractors, handled all their kind of code related items, and then went out on my own. And now I do building zoning, uh, fire code consulting, and education for construction companies. I do a lot of, you know, maybe where Bobby and I originally crossed paths was probably the content around NFPA 241, which is construction fire safety. Do a lot of that. A few of the guys that, you know, follow my content was like, hey, you should check out this guy over here. One of them, I think he's out from your way, Dan Creed. He's a Lemonster oh, yeah. call, call firefighter, but also works for Walsh Brothers, a general contractor. I think that's where oh. the overlap was. And Very good friend of mine. Oh, I didn't know it. And then I started watching Bobby's content and, you know, shooting him some messages and, uh, you know, now, now I'm here. Wow. And we're live oh, on the awesome. show, baby. I'm posting. Everything looks like it's running good. If you're watching us live, you're watching the replay. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much. What's the GC life like on the GC life, like on high rises, you cut out a little bit there. Yeah. When you're running high rise jobs it's a lot um it's a lot man it is a i just lot. imagine that's just like either stressful or just a lot and just kind of or i mean it's how you it's handle a lot it. regardless i mean i, I deal yeah. with all every type of those kinds 
What do you yeah, think, you know, um, and being completely honest, like I, I loved it. It's certainly high. I was, uh, this sounds like I'm like patting myself on the back, but I was good at it. So what, what it would work is when you'd have a building, it would get divvied up because not one person can run the whole thing. There'd be a general super and then you'd get areas. So, you know, I would be on jobs and if you get shit done, they give you more work. So I just kept getting more and more piled on. And then I started getting migraines because I think oh, I was too man. young. I was too young and I didn't know that everybody's on top of you. Like if, if this isn't done by Thursday, we're behind schedule. We're going to fucking lose money, this and that. And, and you're not old enough to know, like, listen, the world doesn't end yeah. if it doesn't oh, yeah. on Thursday, yeah. you know? You take a but lot of pride you, in making those dates, though, man. Yeah, yeah, and you have all these people that, you know, you respect and that uh, are doing some pretty amazing things and you don't want to let them down. And and the subs uh, are ruthless, huh? Subs are ruthless. But, I, like, <laughs> I, but the thing was, like, I had great relationships with the subs. Yeah. And I loved it. And I think like if you make a conscious effort as a general contractor to set them up for success, they'll get your back like you wouldn't believe. The amount of times subs have bailed me out, yeah, it it, it it's countless, both from like a work perspective and even just like job site um bullshit. Yeah. Right. You're spot on with that. You know, and I had, there was just one job I was on and the electrician, I don't know why, like this entire company, I think they just, they looked for assholes to hire. And I, I don't know why, like there's so, it's very rare that I dislike somebody on a job site. And right. I really disliked a couple of these individuals just because they were just, they were just always, nasty people. Yeah, there's always some that are just, you know. Yeah, they just they wanted to fuck you and like I was like, how did why do you want to go through life like that? But long story short, so I was doing the steel and concrete on this one high rise and we were up on like the 14th or 18th floor. And you know how like I don't know if you've done it ever, but like all the mechanical trades will sleeve the decks before they pour. Right. Yeah. So we just had like a system and there was right. this one area where it was a cantilever and all this heavy rod had to go in, and we had a thing where everybody's material would get flown up. It would land at a certain place. We'd put the rod in, then you'd put your sleeves and then they'd put the rod in the other section. We had it all worked out floor after floor after floor. Electrician flies all of his stuff up, lands it right where all that heavy rebar is supposed to go. Oh my God. And so, you know, I figured it was an accident, called the electrician said, Hey, you know, uh, can you meet me up on 18 or whatever? Guy was okay. And he comes walking up and I was like, all right, I'll just make up a name, Billy. I was like, Billy, I was like, I don't know what they were thinking. They put it all on this cantilever section. Let's do this. Just move it like 10 feet. I talked to the, the rebar guy. He said he can do this. Then you can slide it over and then we'll do the rest. No, <laughs> I'm not moving it. And I was like, what? I was like, you put it in the wrong spot. We've been doing this everybody's working together you know like i i don't know what, what your problem is i'm like just move it right yeah. i'm not moving it that's a speed right? bump that can just be avoided yeah like this is just the kind of person he was so 
I get into an argument with the guy and the iron worker Stuart, who I was really close with happened to be on the floor and he's watching it. And like, I used to like hang out with him after work. And he was a guy that kind of, I was still young at the time. He took me under his wing a little bit. And like back then, like if you picked up tools at all on the union job, they would be all over your ass. Right. But he would have me out there. Right, care. Right. He's like, grab a torch, do this, do that. You know what I mean? And like, I was with him. So they'd leave me alone. And, um, so this guy's being just a super dickhead. And he said, you know what, Billy? I was like, this is up to you at this point. You do what you want. I'm done here. I walk down the stairs, go into the field office. Next thing you know, he comes running to the office and he's screaming. What the fuck? This and that. And he's like, look at, I was like, what are you talking about? They threw all my shit off the building. So he had all these like... <laughs> because <laughs> some of them are recessed lights to go in the um in the slab there was spools of mc cable i mean there was a lot there, there was probably 10 15 20 grand worth of material and there was a low roof on the fourth floor that was concrete and then we were up on like 14 or 18 so they threw it 10 or 14 stories off the side of the building destroyed it all but then they had to pay for the pick because they were paying for the picks for the crane and that's a couple grand too. They had Holy no material shit. there. They had to expedite everything. And Don't be like, an asshole. Don't be an yes. Thank you. You just threw words out of my mouth. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. So, yeah. As much as trades can be difficult, subs can be difficult. Like, I, I I loved them. I mean, I I was able to learn so much. You know, I, I feel like I'm talking too much here, but no, um, not at all. What about you know, so? How so about like the fire protection uh, subs, particularly? They were the superior ones, right? This is like a... You know what I always thought was funny about a sprinkler finish? <laughs> yeah, what? Hit us. Was you'll be doing you'll be doing a high rise and there's like 40 electricians, <laughs> like 25 plumbers, 20 pipe fitters, like all this other stuff. That's fucking and then you call on the sprinkler fitter, like you gotta get guys here. Like, oh no, t tell me when it's ready. And they'd like roll up in a truck with two guys. And, <laughs> and do like, the whole like, fucking right, thing. Yeah, I'm like, you know, we got a 40 story villain here. And they're like, yep, yeah, we're good. You know what I mean? And they roll up, and those motherfuckers were just fucking running out with two guys. I was like, I don't know how how I they did it. I but... can't tell you how many jobs I did, just me and little Bobby. Just two of us, man. Like, so many jobs. It's, hmm. it's, you can keep up. We can keep up. Wow. Yeah. Or even on the, wait. even on the big job, those numbers are, are similar. There's 150 electricians at the height, and there was 20 sprinkler fitters at the height. Yeah, and that was probably a lot. That's a lot. That's like the biggest crew anybody lot. had ever heard of. Anybody yeah. that was on that crew was like, wow, there's a lot of us here. Like, we had to have different break rooms and shit. Yeah, and then it would be, you'd always be pushing them, be like, all right, all right, the grid's in, can you get started? Uh, no, it's not all in yet. I'm like, yeah, but you can start on this side. We're not going up there until it's all in. And Because like, they're going to do it in a day. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, man, these guys are Bang efficient. it out. <clears throat> yeah. By That's the way, I'm, uh, I'm calling you from the... Uh, Home of 550, West Roxbury, Massachusetts. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I saw the sticker behind you right now, and I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yep. Right that's where the hall is. Yep. Man, that's cool. West Roxbury. So oh. you're close. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, when so did you go out on your own? Five years hmm. ago, just about like within, I don't know the exact date, but within a week or so. Oh, How wow. That? Congratulations. Like, that's like awesome. That that's a milestone. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's always nerve wracking, but I didn't, um, I wasn't too worried. You know, I think I had been doing things enough and had enough relationships with people and I had enough people reaching out, asking for me stuff, asking me for stuff before I left. Mm. So I knew there was something there and I was excited about um, trying out like the marketing stuff, inbound marketing and all the stuff that I found uh, fascinating and was using a little bit, even when I was a building inspector and when I worked at the AGC, I was kind of testing out those concepts and I could see that they worked and I was getting some interest. So, you know, I felt comfortable that the work was there, but you know, I was, I did it at, you know, 43 years old or whatever. It always, it always seems risky no matter what, right? Yeah. You're happy you did it. Oh yeah. Teague says 30 Porter Johns. That's about right. So uh, on the hospital jobs, we have temporary bathrooms in the permanent locations. We had like, we had some pretty good bathrooms. I'm not going to lie on on the big, big high rise jobs. What do you think, Joe? How they do the bathrooms where where you were? So Joe, if anyone's joined us, we got eight, we got nine viewers now. We didn't really have many viewers when uh, Joe was explaining who he was. Joe, this is Joe. He's out my way in Massachusetts. Um, you can get find him on Mass Construction on Instagram, and he's basically the quick version is he's a GC. He was a GC, and now he's out on his own. Yeah, doing code consulting. Code consulting. A lot of fire safety stuff, so it overlaps with the. Uh the sprinkle world with impairment plans and stuff like that. So we all your content where I'm watching you turn up heads and Oh yeah, that's it's ever changing. The two forty one and now the two what yeah. just happened with the two forty one plan? It's different now. Like uh they just adopted a new version of it. Um but one thing for your folks is it's gonna open the door to sprinklers being installed as the site goes on. Potential, not in all cases, but it, more likely in wood frame construction. And they need to do this thing called like a fire exposure analysis. Mm-hmm. And depending on what that fire exposure analysis says, they might need to start installing sprinkler systems as the building goes up, which happened over in South Bay, which is a section of Boston where they had a large wood frame building. And what they did was they ended up putting in a dry system heated the just the room just the fire pump room brought in a phone line so they had monitoring just probably just a flow switch being monitored or whatever and then they would shut it during the day while they were there at night they would pressure test it if it held they'd turn it on and it would be active at night and they did that as a building went up it was it it was pretty much so you're draining it and adding to it every day they're essentially draining it. Well, they were keeping it dry. Building it more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they were keeping it dry so they didn't have to drain it. Well, dra- so draining the air out and then like essentially yeah, building oh, yes. on a little bit more and then refilling it with the air. Yeah. So that's got to be that's a major time consumption for me. I'm losing hours. That just sounds like a loss of hours. Yep. Definitely a cost. A lot of work. The a lot um, of extra work. A lot of extra work, I should say. Yeah. A lot of extra work. Um, you know, like you said, testing it every night for your livening it up. And then also that was a job that probably would have been, well, that definitely would have been CPVC. 
mm. but they couldn't pressurize it, so they had to switch it to steel. So there's cost there. So you make double you know, right there, triple right there. Yeah. So there's a there's definitely a cost associated with it, but they got it down to a pretty good system. But I'll tell you this much for the sprinkle fitters listening: that's that's the way it's going. That's what I I like it. I like the sound of it because it sounds like more work. Yeah, and I mean you experience <laughs> it already, right? Where now you have the temp pressurized standpipes going that, in during construction. Yeah. yeah. So right? to do a high rise, I don't know if you'd be able to like do what you're saying on a on a fast pace, say like a Turner construction. That's like a big pusher for me. I work for them, and they'll. <clears throat> It's tough to keep up with those schedules. Never mind try to get shit active at the end of the day and then still keep up. Just put in that temporizer. Yeah, you're doing steel and concrete. Probably not going to need it. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you did say wood. But it, it's going to be the wood frame. Hmm. You know, so we're talking, you know, up to six stories, but you start getting real big footprints on those. Uh, really? On wood frames? Yeah. I yeah. didn't think they were doing that on large structures. Yeah, but, so we were a part of a couple of them, and what they do is they do concrete and steel for maybe a floor or two, and, and then that gives them, I don't know, gives them way much more room to grow. They'll do yeah. as much wood as they can. Say they want 10 stories, they're going to go up as much as they can with steel and, and concrete, and then they'll do wood. It's just going to be less of a substantial building, in my opinion, you know? I mean... Yeah. I want an all-steel building. Are not as strong... Yeah, I mean, I walk around them, and I wouldn't want to live in them. Like, I joke, I call them, like, particle board palaces. They are. It's all particle you board. Know, and they all get flooded you, when it rains and during the building and everything. Yeah, there's mold issues. There's, like, I'm walking through some of them, and it's wet. It's wintertime, so it's all icing up. So they're putting ice melt on top of the OSB. And, the, and it's yeah. just and the fall apart of the away, board. and it's falling apart. It's, like, it's... Yeah, I, I'm not crazy about it. You know, I mean, some people, you can do it better ways. Yeah. But um, well, the, the funny thing is why they do that podium is um, they actually deem that a sec separate building. So the concrete building underneath, what they call around here, they'll call it a podium. But you build one or two stories concrete. You have a three-hour separation. And they consider that a separate building on top of it. Oh, wow. Therefore, you can have a higher building, but yet only have what would be considered like a four-story wood building on oh. top of concrete. So you couldn't, maybe you couldn't build a five-story or six-story wood, but you can build a four-story. So they stick it on top of a podium. And there's a really weird building code path to get to it. But Loophole, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. What's up from the night shift? Foreman Teague. What up? Working right now, huh? Damn, someone's got to do it. Who's the guy oh, from shit. Long Island you had on? Is that him? No, no, that's Sal. Um, yeah, he was good. I don't know if Sal come. Does Sal chat? I don't know if Sal's in the chat. Yeah, I like Sal. I talk with Sal a lot. I talk with a lot of you guys a lot. I enjoy the conversation. Yeah, I like Tim. I also like the one where you guys just pulled up uh, random tools. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was with yeah. J that was with J Mac. Hey, yeah, by the way, the name, huh? I need a push name is perfect. Dope and Tape, you like it? Dope and Tape is a great name. As soon as I heard it, that I'm like, that is fucking brilliant. 
great marketing. Thank you. Like, Dude, we were it. coming up with names, and I was like, what about Dope and Tape or something like that? And then Bobby was like, yeah, Dope and Tape. I was like, okay, cool. Let's run it. <laughs> it dope and Tape. Fast. I'm like, it's only good, though. Like, if you, I'm like, do you do Dope and Tape? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I do, too, religiously. He's like, all right. Well, I'm like, that's it, I then. Thought, I thought you weren't supposed to do both. I suppose, thought you were supposed to do one or nah, the other. That's a myth that some guys just hold to their fucking, hold to themselves. Yeah. Okay. Do, now do, Bobby does put dope on his sprinkler heads, and I don't. They make so now you got to put the right dope. Definitely don't super dope them. Should never be super doping heads. Okay, um, so I only tape. But I use I use super dope on all my uh, one inch. I need like since I got the, the tape, I need like a a push pop, you know, like a a, a dope push pop. I just load it up with, with dope, and I just, like, push a little bit out. All right, stop talking about it. Someone's going to invent it, and then that's our chance <laughs> to not be, you know? Like he was oh, just... here's another, here's another, some more gloves. <laughs> Two pairs of gloves in there? Oh, one pair gets wet. They're Apparently. done. You know, what, you know what I like that you had, Bobby? Was that I, I've seen the, you know, the, the stoppers with the sprinkler heads going off? Yep. I've seen them, like, the vice grip ones. But you had one that was like a little caulking gun. Yeah, that's cool. I was like, that's a great idea. You can build up the pressure, and then it's just like. I want to. I want to say I got that on a Walsh job. I go. think I got that on a Walsh job. Dan's job. Got like from. Uh, yeah, because there was one job we did, and I'm I'm on a hospital job, so sometimes you go on those jobs, and there's like they have them hanging from the walls all over. You know, I'm like, oh, this thing's cool. I'm, I need this. I'm gonna take this. Hmm. And I kept it. I never got to use it, but I'm waiting for the day. I think that now with a G5 concealed head, it wouldn't work, because the deflector comes down like fucking way down from where you would have to seal. Hmm. But I'll let you know. So I get a few questions for you guys. I love it though. I can't keep all right, it. All right, let's hit truck. it. I miss it. What do you got? So first of all, do you have dope and tape gear? Not yet. No. So we're hey, we're talking about Brian. It. Put the cam. Put the camera up. Right. Of... <laughs> should I make? Him, should we make him stay like that? It's like the reverse of uh, <laughs> just... the guy that would look over the fence. He's right? just... like the <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Just so see your hands. We have an average of what 15, 20 people watching typically. Um. So. We're not really sure how many to print, and then and then also. It's it's tough because we're it's tough because we're far away. Um, yeah, so I'm in Atlanta. He's in Boston. So. so I mean, I could I could very well like get a bunch of mediums and larges and extra larges and two X's and whatever of a print and have them sent to my house, and then I could ship them out and shit. Um, but then like he needs some or I need some or we have to find a drop shipper. Maybe somebody could help us. I mean, we could just drop a regular logo. Or we could do like a pre-sale. Because well, you're, fir- you're not the first one to ask, Joe. Yeah, I'll say this. As someone who's been through this, I was, because people were asking, so I was like printing and then uh, getting a batch done up. And then I had all these fucking boxes in my house that I'm buying if it fits in ships bags and making the late. It fucking sucks. Yeah. And like, it was worth it if people wanted it. Like to me, I'd like to me that's worth it. Um, but I went to a spread shop, and now people can just buy them there. They pay, they get shipped. Because I wasn't even doing it for money. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like that's how we are. Like we're not. I'm not in this for money. I like. Yeah. 
I like the community. I like fucking. Ha- I like having people like you on and talking. It's so and... much fun for us, you know. Yeah. A lot of guys don't so... know how a, how a GC per se would think would think on the job, you know. And if, you know, he automatically sees that the sprinkler guy only needs two people. There's yeah, other... and it's funny. It's and you it, know, it's, there's something funny about it, right? It, we yeah. Like, was, I remember the first time I was on. It was two guys would drive up in like a Honda Civic from Rhode Island. Yeah. Do the forty story high rise. Do the like, whole thing. How can this be? I was like, "Where is the crew?" Like, "Where are the crew?" All right, but yeah. So uh, what they want? So they want. We're looking for people are asking for hats, stickers, um, shirts, sweatshirts. We so definitely want to do it. Spreadshop will do it all. You upload your logo in there or whatever you want, and they'll put it on a hat. They'll do stickers. They'll do anything. They fulfill it. They ship it, and like, and you'll even get like make like two bucks a shirt or something like that, or and maybe like eight bucks on a hoodie or whatever. And like, like I said, I'm not doing it for the money. That, so that's just, something that I would be into, into, because obviously, I mean, obviously you guys know I'm fucking, we do a lot of work. Both of us are very busy. And then this, and then like you said, with the packaging and the labeling, I mean, I, I'm set up for that, believe it or not. My wife used to sell clothes out of the basement. So like the label printer and the packing slips and all that and i could probably bang it out but it's just a whole that's a whole other thing i gotta do a lot of work you know we still want a life too like we were we were like pumping out tons of content we were doing it monday through wednesday yeah that was tough the three days in a row it was was tough that was tough tough so we 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 switched to Tuesday, Thursday, and I feel like I have my life back, you know, a little bit. Like, I, I can have, I can go do things, you know? Yeah. And it gives us time to, like, talk about the others. Like, tomorrow we'll be able to talk about Thursday's show instead of just boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And then but you don't see yeah, us for five days. There's no reason why you guys shouldn't be taking this and putting it on an RSS feed for just an audio podcast. That's the bulk of my... Oh, so that's another life. thing. Um, I don't I don't know how. We don't know how to do it. I haven't fucking figured it out. <laughs> so... <laughs> Teach All right, me. listen. Teach okay, me. I'm hope I'm hoping to change your world world here. Okay. Don't do the shipping because the other thing is you end up getting stuck with one offs of like oh I've got a and, small and a double X and a medium of this one and a large of that one and then somebody wants a large of the one that you only have the du- it just sucks. Yeah. So stay away from that. Use Spreadshop or whatever. I can send you the link. Yeah, Easy. I'm gonna I'm writing it down now so I don't forget. But please send me the link if you remember yep. Spreadshop. And, Yep, I will. And then I'll write it down. And then Anchor. 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 Okay, perfect. You said it. I'm on Anchor. We're on Anchor, right, Bry? Yeah, yeah, we're on Anchor. Couldn't figure out Anchor, so I switched to Sound... Sound... Is it Soundjiz? Soundiz? Anchor is so much easier. If... So I went to Anchor and I was able to get my our first three episodes. Episode one, two, and three. I fucking clicked them. I dragged them. It was the easiest thing I ever did in my life. Yep. Episode four to thirty, they won't go. Can't do it. Says it says it's something's wrong. Did tried it a million times. And because anchor once and you upload, I'm um, like I'm gonna too, give you the password. Do. I think I think it, yeah, it's sound is it's it's sound diz. Yeah, you go to like I'm happy to look at it with you at some point. Yeah, that'd be like, awesome. I, I, I'm an idiot when it comes to technology, and. And I can do it. Yeah, if I can too. do it. So and know, we're, we're that close. Like we have. Oh, the, so the other thing about Spotify is that the Spotify wants to know who my manager is every time I go in there. And then when I say that I'm the manager, it wants me to tell them who my label is. Yeah, no, no. 
You do Anchor, you upload it there, they send it to iTunes, Stitcher, Breaker, uh, Spotify. That's what Spotify we want to do. Yeah, it. You know, I'm on like 12 different platforms, and all I got to do is upload it to Anchor, and boom, it sends it everywhere. And then I'll get this shit from like uh, Apple about, oh, you have to update this and that, and but Anchor does it all, and it's free. Wow. It's like, no, I know we're we're on Anchor. We uh we have an Anchor account. All the sh- things are uploaded there. Yeah, please help us because being being on YouTube does limit us because I mean no one's gonna like stream a YouTube video on their you know on their way to to work. The people the like people that. who are streaming us on YouTube the most are people who have YouTube Plus because you can shut your phone off and put it back in your pocket or whatever. Hmm. So let me ask you this because episodes. Because you know, so when we're listening back on these shows, we're like looking at it from like a technical aspect, like we could probably do better here and then here, you know, we're trying to like mm-hmm. tweak it and stuff. But you're you've been listening to a couple of episodes or at least watching, like yep. you feel like it's enjoyable, you having fun with it, you think it would be good on audio. Would you recommend us changing it up a little bit? Yeah. And now I mean this would get to the point where um you have to decide how much effort you want. Like there could be a thing where sometimes it's you guys just have slow periods. Um, and if you were willing to do some editing, you could cut down that podcast to like, you know, take the three chunks of really good conversation that happens. And, yeah. Push condense it down, condense it down and send it out. Like, and I think people would like that. I mean, there's two schools of thought. I have some people that are like, no, we just want raw audio and hear people shit talking and whatever. And that's fine. But I think then there's other people that just, they don't have the patience for it. So I but, went, I went on YouTube and I, and I watched multiple videos on editing and which editing software to buy. And it seems pretty straightforward if you want to buy like a two to $500 program to edit. Um, <clears throat> And then it's just a matter of just doing it and making shorts or whatever. It's a very good idea. But yeah, do you, is, just, is it free software you're editing with? I purchased. I originally I used GarageBand for three years, which was free on my Mac. Um, and there's some other free ones out there. But I, like I, I bought. What am I on now? I'm on. Uh, crap! I forget what I'm on. Doesn't matter. But so I, I got a. I have a paid one now, and it wasn't wasn't crazy money and i don't do anything nuts you know i fade in a sound in the uh, song in the beginning well that's something that we'd like to try to do but yeah, that'd be cool. would i be able to do that live is the thing because we like the aspect of the show being live so well no here's the thing you just take the live right and you you'll you can download the video can you download the video onto your desktop oh yeah, yeah. So, and then what you do is you just grab the video, you drag it into whatever editing software you have, and it'll usually say, do you want to extract the audio? Say yes. All the audio from that just goes right to the editing software. And then you can add in music. You can do an intro and say, you know, hey, today we talked with Brian Williams. We talked about how he started off as a fitter and then ended up doing inspection and testing, blah, 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 blah. And how he's secretly an electrician disguised as a sprinkler fitter and he's infiltrated. Yeah, professional <laughs> hole puncher and, uh, right. and, and sprinkle fitter. Yeah, I've never seen that hole punch thing. It's a great yeah, that idea. Old school. 
<clears throat> heavy duty. I got several of them. But then you'll get the guys listening in their cars when they're driving to work or on the way home. That's like it. The, the reach I get on a podcast compared to when I put something up on YouTube, not even close. Right. Not even close. Wow. Yeah. So that's why we bump we pumped out so much content so quick in the beginning. I mean, we're still in the beginning. What was it? Where are we on? 27, 28. 28. Yeah, yeah, it was so, quantity. Now we're going to transfer to quality and Right, right. So that way when we do on the audio uh, aspect of it, then people can like binge listen in a way. Yeah, I'll get absolutely. I'll get back on Anchor and poke around and see what I can do and then uh, I'm going to I want to talk with you. And when we started this, like it was, hey, I was talking to Bobby. I think we talked like two days. You're like, you want to do this? I was like, I want to do this. Let's do it. What was the editing thing you got? Garage? Garage Band is what comes on. Garage Band, but it's on on Mac. On Mac. All right. Um, So that's the one for you, Brian. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's free. It's free on the Mac. It's. If you watch a YouTube video, you figure it out. To me, it wasn't super count. It was it wasn't very intuitive. It took a minute because I guess they make it to like simulate um, like for music mixers and stuff like that. Mm. So they make it look like that. But I wasn't familiar with that, so I was like, "What the fuck are all these buttons and everything?" Yeah. But w- once you figure it out, and you're not going to do anything fancy. I do nothing no. fancy. You know. Well, the other thing is, I could just take this out of a Zoom format, and I could just grab your face. It's more enjoyable to listen and... to in the car. In the car, well, yeah. If we were that, that's just so that's Anchor. That's just getting on Anchor and doing a couple of clicks. We already got all the episodes are in there. They're automatically going to Anchor. It's just a matter of getting them from Anchor to the all the other platforms, like you said. So our our that's episode our episode one, two, and three is on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Play, all that stuff. We're on there. I just can't. I couldn't the get the ones, other ones on. They there. won't load. And I also haven't tried in a long time. Yeah. No, like I said, I'm not, I'm not just saying it because we're here. Like I'm, I call me, well, I'll look at it with you. And it's like I said, I'm so dumb when it comes to this stuff. And it's, that's the easiest thing that I do is I upload the MP3 file, the anchor. I type in some notes, put a title on it. That's good to know. Upload and it, it's everywhere. So, all right. I got a question from your GC. Um, experience did you ever deal with any good floods yes <laughs> was it the sprinkler guy regularly oh regularly uh, yeah you know what's what? funny you know what's funny like how your like world changes like the first time there's a flood Whew. you big. like freak out yeah and you're like holy shit. holy shit you know what i mean and you're like it's like you're seeing all this water going and you're it, and then after it happens enough time, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to fucking go find the valve. Don't shut panic. It off. Don't panic. Yep. We're going to broom it down the stairs. We're going to vac it, cut out 18 inches of sheetrock, put it back together and and, let, and let's go. Um, but I, that one building that I was on that, you know, 40 something story high rise had uh, all the Vic fittings were failing. On the hot water risers for the heating system, Whoa. and they couldn't figure it out. They were thinking, was it the like the pH in the water, whatever the gaskets would start deteriorating, and they were like leaking all over the place. So, and they were like these were like high end condos. Oh, so, shit. like we were going into these people's houses, they were making like custom condos. We were going in, 
you know, I had two carpenters and two fitters, you know, a carpenter, a laborer and two fitters. We go in there with sawzalls cut. We had to go through the entire building and replace every Vic fitting, but the amount of leaks that. Uh, How the fuck do you get the rubber on there? Oh my God. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a mess. Must have been double oh nine fittings. <laughs> I don't think there the was double oh nine fittings is Bobby's they, favorite. They n- never figured it out either. Yeah. We ended up going with a like they have some gasket that was for like Antarctica. It was meant to go to like you know negative a hundred or like this is. I have I have speculation of what happened. They probably were putting the wrong grease on their on their gaskets. Mm. That first that first trip through, I bet you they greased it with some shit they shouldn't have greased it with, some and then Crisco. and then and then that's why they never found what happened because they would have taken the blame. Yeah, and they, I mean they were looking at you know when they were uh, I forget the right word for like joining the pipe, like putting the groove in it, the groove in the pipe. Yep. They were like, is there a problem with the groove? Is it is that cutting into the gasket? Like I mean we looked at everything man but yeah and like then obviously you, obviously you get the sprinkler head that gets bumped and man the first time you see that it, holy shit the amount of water that comes out of one sprinkler head it, <laughs> oh, yeah. looks like a waterfall coming down the stairs oh so you know, much water man. Up to, uh, pumps at that time or no that was a job with the pump yeah oh that baby's putting out man yeah i remember walking wow. up the stairs and like it legit looked like a waterfall just water flowing down the stairs they got the call on the two-way radio they're like there's a, it was the building was called head block it was like a small building attached to the other one and they're like there's a head out on four and the head block so i was like headed up to go up the stairs and i was like holy shit then you just run through the water oh i get so excited yeah. wow. for that yep yeah I can't, i've seen I, those i've been in situations where i just like turn the corner open a stairwell to see water coming down like like it's a, like the water coming out of the house in Jumanji, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then we had, um, I think it was laborers. We had guys on the job going, clogging up the sinks and letting them run. Really? Yeah. So, but the problem was it was such a big building. Like, Oh, that's fucked up. You could go get lost in there. Like you could be on a floor and you wouldn't see anybody for, you know, hours. So you go in I forget how they would, but yeah, because the water would just be running. They would take it. It was one of the ones where you could pull the hose out, throw it out on the floor, turn on the water, walk away. Oh, man. I remember that because we had herringbone wood floor. It would all start popping. It would look like waves. And they would just, it, and yeah, it that's, was. That's awful. Yeah. So I had, I have more water damage than i ever want to uh see oh, so again yes yeah, so the gc's get to see it all i'm trying to look up how many what gallons is the, per minute is the worst come, how many gallons That's per true. minute can come out of five point out of a 5.6 typically it's a 5.6 k factor on most m- the majority's heads i wonder is google says 22 gallons a minute i feel like that's low i feel like it has to do with the pressure too yeah i don't know what was the worst brian and then there was roofs and we put temp roofs because as you go up you need to start finishing like the third floor and you're not even topped off yet. So you're installing like temporary roofs, but never yeah. least someone goes and sticks a pipe through the roof or whatever. And they forget to tell you. So you don't go patch it back in after, and then it rains and 
I mean, you just flooded that. Those were some of the bad ones. You got a bad rainstorm and it was just nasty. Oh, it just goes through them high rises, man. When they're like, yeah, when yeah. they're in that particular point where you got to do like temp roofs or whatever, and it's just like raining sideways. Yeah. My favorite story about that Vic fit. How do y'all manage? Yeah. Go ahead, Brian. No, hit us with the famous well, story. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. your favorite story? Yeah. So there was this, when we were replacing all that fittings, there was the, it was obviously the end of the job. We're like still probably doing some punch list because it's a big building, but it's me, two pipe fitters, a laborer and a carpenter. We go in, carpenter cuts the wall, pipe fitters do the work, laborer vacuums everything up and patches it. So there was this one, because this was like a very wealthy building, and there was one family that bought four condos made him into, took three of them, made him into one giant for them. And then there was an extra condo that was for their, um, like, I would want to say butler, right? Or maid, it was a guy who just like took care of stuff for them. Wow. He, so he had his own condo. I mean, this was, this was a while ago and it was a, $1.5 million condo back then, early 2000. So it's probably, in today's terms, he's probably in a $4 million condo of his own. Was driving like a Range Rover or a Land Rover because you'd see him like pull into the, the parking garage and stuff like that. Right. And these people, we would call and we'd say like, all right, listen, you know, we got a schedule to come in. They would schedule and then they would cancel and they'd be like, and they wouldn't get back to us. And I'm like, listen, we've we got to replace this thing. So after like maybe two months of trying to do this and being canceled and we gear up and then they call like, oh yeah, you can't come today. You can't come today. You can't come today. So we show up there. Fitter's got a shopping cart with all the stuff in it. Guy answers the door and the woman the woman that owned the the bigger one, her and her husband, like I, she liked to drink a little bit. So I think that contributed to it. And it was like this thing where like some of them were like super cool people in there, but then other people were just like, just like fit the stereotype of just rich people that kind of look down on you. And that's what this group of people happened to be. So you show up, knock on the door. The butler answers the door. Now, this thing is going to be so outdated for you guys, but there was this old show called Benson, which, which was this old sitcom from like the 80s. And it was this butler for this rich family, right? So this guy answers the door and he like opens it. He's like, oh, he's like, today's not going to work, right? He's like, Mrs. So-and-so isn't feeling well. So Mikey, the pipe fitter, goes, listen, Benson, <laughs> right? He goes, <laughs> I'm tired of you doing this. He goes, you're just mad because you got to fold her underwear all day. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I was like, Mikey, I was like, goodbye. See you later. We'll, we'll come back. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get fucking killed when I go down. The phone calls I got from like the building owner. And they're like, what did you say to so-and-so in like 26G or whatever? And I was just like, oh my God. And whenever he said he's just mad 
Could you go to fold her underwear all day long? <laughs> could you legitimately go in there and you see him folding the laundry, right? And she'd have her little panties and you'd be folding them. And I was just like, oh, oh my goodness. But That's... what was nuts was I'm like, dude, I'm like, you're a butler. And you, but he would look down on us, right? Yeah, you know? right. I'm like, you're folding these people's laundry and we're lesser than you? Like, you know? Bastard. And, uh, but yeah, so that was my favorite uh, story for replacing the uh, Vic fittings. Oh, man. So I was doing inspections in like a super high-end uh, condo. Um, when I had my apprentice on, I thought was stories with them, but I walked into one condo. Man, I mean, they gutted it and redid it, and it just looked beautiful. Tons of art, and I mean, it was amazing. The, the whole wall just showed the skyline of Atlanta. Beautiful. But I walk in, we had a key, no one answered. And uh, I hear a lady yelling. I guess it's her, his wife yelling at her husband, like just chewing him out. I'm like, geez. And and I had to look this up because I didn't even know what it was. But she was like, she's like, Tommy, you didn't even get me the right Timmy Chews. My friend got the new Timmy Chews. You got me last year's Timmy Chews. You those are some expensive shoes. I was like, what? Yeah, just chewing them out for buying the last year's shoes. You probably got them like five percent off. Yeah. You Still know? probably ten Gs. She's like, yeah. I was like, man, this is what this life is at the top. Gee, got me the yeah. wrong shoes, mf'er. Yeah, it's a wild pass, man. But man, but so now back to your show though. So like I'm like. It's funny. There's a there's a niche there, like even with me, right? So I'm probably more geared towards the supers, PMs, real estate guys. There's a fair amount of guys that are in the trades too that listen. Um, commercial construction world, um, but like I got into it because it was content that I wanted and nobody was doing it. That's what I'm saying. That's what Brian I think, and I were talking about. Like, who are I the, think you're you're in the same boat. There's a couple other out there, but they're not. I mean, I don't know. There's and there's there. also no community. Dope and tape for, only. Yeah, this is a community either. or fire protection in general. There's no like connective community. So another little silent killer that That's we have is the big thing. What we're doing? We're not here for money. Discord. We got this Discord, and yep. um, you know, there's a few people on there that are always chatting, but that thing is uh. Man, if I had that when I was an apprentice, I don't even know. If I had any of this when I was an apprentice. Dude, I'd be a, asking so many questions. Just a little bit more insight than what I had at the time, which, I mean, I had a lot. You know, my father taught me everything. I had a very good, uh, you know, as an apprentice, I think I had a very good than most. But I had nowhere to go for any other type of advice or questions or code-related yeah, stuff, you know. We spun up a Discord, and it came out hot, and there was a ton of engagement. But then, at least what I found is um, everybody wanted to listen, mm. but nobody wanted to share. Oh, I think okay. they were worried about like competitiveness. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't want to tell somebody how I'm doing this because whatever. And I think the trades would be a little different because like you're not taking their job if they learn how to thread better, right? Like. Yeah. No, I want to teach the tricks. I want to. I want to yeah. teach the tricks. Yeah. And even, so, even if I teach the tricks, it doesn't necessarily mean that 
that person's going to be better at the trick. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, that, that's what I found. If I wasn't, there was a few people that were good about putting stuff out and I was putting stuff out and everybody was all about it, but they were everybody. Cause you can see when they're in there people were in there looking, but no one was ever sharing. I was like, listen, this only works if you guys share information, you know? Yeah. Um, and so our you discord, know, hunters do that. They, uh, they hunters will go, will like watch, uh, videos and do watch live streams and listen to content, but they won't share like what they do. Hunters, yeah, yeah. hunters are big on that. They don't want to give away or their like, secrets for example, or where they're Bobby's going. At, he's an ice fisherman. Like, yeah, yeah. they don't want to say where's the good spots. They don't want to, right? They want to. Well, I'll drop, I'll drop a pin yeah. where I'm catching where I'm catching trout, and we're, you know, I'll drop a pin. Come on out. I dare you. There's no ice. I'm a, I'm I'm avid ice fisherman. There's no ice right now. Yeah, it's awful. Because I would have been out there. Yeah. No, I think you. So go back. I think you guys are in a good little niche. The other thing that, uh, at least what I found was, there's a lot of people doing residential content. It, like, it, even back to like magazines like Fine Home Building and HGTV and This Old House and. There's plenty of stuff in that, you know, the modern craftsman guys, the, you know, like there's lots for like one and two family carpenters and tradespeople, but commercial construction. That's why I got into it. It was like nobody was doing anything. Yeah. Like if you've a lot of the, a lot of the plumbing pages, a lot of the, the, the chick electrician pages, they're very popular pages. They're all in houses for the most part is yep. what I see. Yep. All one and two family. Nobody doing commercial construction. Show me a crane. Yeah. I want to see a crane and an exterior hoist. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, so I think there's a there's like a need to be be filled, and like it's it's done wonders for me. I mean, but I in fairness though, like I spent a day and a half a week on the podcast. Oh, okay. Wow, a lot. A, a lot. day and a half, huh? How so? How many hours are you doing a day? Like you're working more than me. But I've luckily, just because I see you on Instagram, but yeah. like, uh -huh. uh, like I'm just really dialed in on, like I said, I would have been in bed at nine. I would have been sleeping at nine, right? So I'm like dialed in on the sleep, in the food. So I'm really efficient. I got you. You know, I'm working between eight to 10 hours a day, but my office is out of my house. So I don't have the commute in the morning. I don't have the commute in the afternoon. So yeah. I can really focus in but if you look at it you say like okay scheduling a guest going back and forth getting the time yeah they i come do it live in my office so they come here right so i'm prepping ahead of time i have to do all the research on the person to find out like the right questions to ask them and everything and they come you're talking beforehand you're recording for an hour or two hours you're talking after so that's four hours right there just to record an episode right and then you gotta edit it yep and then i'm clipping a video because i we talked about this already you should be on linkedin and um brian keeps you know, telling me that too posting it to linkedin like i have a decent little following on instagram but like it's all happening on linkedin for me and that's we a have new, a we that's have a so new for me to hear about linkedin i'm not on uh, LinkedIn. Show, uh, linkedin page Yep. Find me on Instagram. I mean, you saw mine, you know. So Yeah, I just tried to connect with you right beforehand. I don't know if you saw it. LinkedIn. But... Yeah, I did. Bobby might pop on to LinkedIn. 
I'm yeah. going to it. But then, you know, you cut a little five minute clip to post on social. You upload it to Anchor. You do a little bit of editing. You do the show notes, upload it on YouTube. Like eight hours. It's a lot of time. Yeah, it's man. a lot of time. Uh, but it's worth it. Right. So that's that's another going back to talking about our show is that this right here is is particularly easy because we're on a Zoom. I'm just live streaming the Zoom. There's really mm-hmm. no editing and that we're not cutting anything out. I mean, if you say something, it's going on there and it's staying on there. Um, but there definitely is work that could be done if we had a little bit more time or yeah. if we were to start selling shirts and stuff and maybe have a little revenue, then we can maybe, um, you know, sub out the editing. With Anchor, like, I have a few, it's not a lot of people, but I've got a handful of people that um, there's a donate option within Anchor. Okay. I have people that donate five, ten bucks a month. Oh, that's cool. Just because they're in, like, it, it was funny, like, as a business owner, like, I was, I was more happy about the first person that gave me five bucks a month to do the podcast than I was about landing a fucking $20,000 job. Right. Right. It's just like, <laughs> that's cool. It felt so much better to be like, all right, that person likes this enough that he wants to give me money. Five bucks. Just to hear this thing that I like that's to it. do. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So worth it. And like, it, it, it's not gonna, it's not going to change your lifestyle, but if, you get a few hundred bucks from shirts and maybe someone throwing you a couple bucks on anchor or whatever, and use that to, you know, buy a new piece of equipment or even you guys go to dinner or something like that. Like, well, that's what we've been talking about too. Link well, it eventually up. Meet. No. Yeah. We got to meet yeah. in person. He wants me to go to Atlanta. I don't know. And then we can do like I a meet shot. in Boston or something. And, I don't know if I want to go to Atlanta and get shot. <laughs> well, it'd be a lot for you to take your that. kids and everything too. You know? yeah. yeah. And then we did a, I did a cigar meetup last year. Okay. And then again this year, and it was just everybody that listened, not everybody, but like, cause it had to be people that liked cigars and whatever. Right. But like, it was just great to be in a room full of people. Yeah. That, I like, love that. All like had similar interests like wanted to be better. And I think you'll find the people that listen are people that just want to be better at what they do. Right. And that's why they're listening. Yeah. They want to be entertained, but at the same time they want to see, Oh shit, look at that fucking level he has or that laser. I didn't know there was a laser on a pen that you could I didn't know you're supposed to hole punch that. plastic tickets for the inspections. That seems genius. All the tickets I see are yeah. paper. Yeah. No, you it's know, like, plastic all the way. Tell them to spend a little bit more money. I'm gonna, yeah, there might be some. There's a fitter that wants to learn. Like they know about install, but they don't know about testing, or they don't know about failure pumps or whatever. Like, so you get around people that want to be better. They like to be entertained, and like that just makes you better. And like that's the best thing about mass construction is like there's a, this whole like community of people now that either send me information or like are appreciative things, and like I send them when they reach out, and now I can almost get to anybody. That, yeah, that's it's a great here. community now. I mean, I was really just only connected to the sprinkler fitters around me, and now um, I know a lot of sprinkler fitters all around, and all construction people, and it's great. And it, it's a great community. We say it a lot over and over, the community, but it's awesome. I'm that's pretty- kind of how I we kind of got connected. Um, 
Yeah, me, how did you guys? Big Kev. I think it was Big Kev. Just like Instagram. I don't know. I've been posting on Instagram for a long time waiting for you guys to find me. I just cold called uh, for an issue. Oh, yeah, he cold called me. That's it. That's that's how we met. All of a sudden, uh, it said Instagram was calling. I'm like, but it's oh, like shit. on Instagram, boom, called him. He's like, uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. what's up? You can call through. I've seen business pages where you can call through. No, Instagram. so right in the DMs, at the top of the DM, there's a little phone, and you can just literally call the person's yeah. phone number. Oh. Holy shit, I he never just, knew that. He just cold calls me. That's why I tell people, call me. I'll answer. Because I answer for Bri. I'm like, oh, what is this? He's like, I'm, we talked for like, he's like, uh, he's like, like I'm losing pressure. Uh, I need you to help me troubleshoot. I'm like, all right. Well, fuck, I have all the it. valves shut. I'm... Explain it to me. I'm like, I was on the road. It was exciting. Pressure, this was reading this. This is reading that. Yeah. Huh. That's it, man. That's and I, uh, I like, yeah, I, I, answer, I answer all my DMs. Sometimes it might take me a bit because they are the DMs are being more and more, but I like to answer them all. And I like to talk to everybody. Everyone's got a different story. And if you want to come on the show, I do have the calendar out right now. I was going to see who wanted to come on next, but just DM me after. We're already over an hour at this point. This has been great, Joe. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, I enjoyed this. And, and I know I floated it to you, but I would love to try and do some um, some video content with you like that's educational. Yeah. Okay. I'm down with that. Because you know, I did a I did a video where um, fire department was going out and hooking up to the pressurized dry standpipe, just because they weren't used to it. Like, what do you do? How do you drain all the air out of it? How do you hook up and all that kind of stuff? So, oh, like, man, I'd be down for that. I would do that on my own time. Yeah, and like people love it because a lot of people, even if you're a super, like you don't know. Like, all right, that's a fire department connection. What is like? What does it do? Like, what's a pump truck? What's it like? It just seems like simple stuff to you. You guys will be like, what do you mean? You know, but to the average person, right. I don't know what that is. And um, firemen aren't necessarily learning about sprinklers. They, it's very vague. They get taught a lot of other things. And then the sprinkler stuff, scared. they, they got to, yeah. I mean, I, I have cousins and all, basically all the other men in my family, if they didn't become sprinkler fitters, they became firemen. And so I'm, I'm trying to get into the local fire department, um, actually where Dan is, and yeah, I like to talk to them and give them a little bit of insight. Whatever I can give, that will help. My yeah, pleasure. And, yeah, and I mean, half of them, sorry, and I know we're going to, it's late, but no, you good. know, half of, them, half of my business is education. So a lot of times I'm using that video as part of education. So like if you had, you know, some fire pump content, I use that. And I, at the same time, just be like, hey, this is this guy, Blue Collar Bobby. He does all this. Yeah, no, dude, I, I love that. Open pipe and, you know, We're yeah. all about sharing the content, sharing each other. If you got something cool and you want to tag me, I'll always share it, you know, and just, you know, it's, yeah. that's part of the community is growing. Everybody share it and tag each other. And yeah, that's big. And the I, tag is big. It's fun. Yeah. And I just like, I think it would be great to bring in other voices. You know? Yeah. And, no, I'm with uh, that. Let's talk about that more. Yeah. Awesome. I agree. And we'll probably we'll get you on the show again. You know, let's let's do another ten episodes or something, and we'll get you back, and maybe we can dive into like something strictly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's plan something. <clears throat> this was just. This is yeah. Vote. This was I want we, we rolled, want... rolled the ball out and that's it. Started playing. That was it. We switched to and Tuesdays the, the cool and Thursdays. The cool thing about me the... and Bobby too is we come from two different sides of the fire of the fire sprinkler, and you know, so I could talk about codes and inspections as well as sales and and office stuff, and then. And, and that's yeah, that's stuff that I know nothing about. I mean, I know I could go do an inspection if I had to, but it's just not like my. It's not it's where I specialize. Else. Yeah. Oh, we should have stopped talked to Station Nightclub too. 
I saw your post on that. Yeah, that was bad. But uh, there's yeah, video. There's that. videos out there if anybody is. Uh, if anyone's got the stomach for it. It's yeah. Tough to watch. That was yep. a big turning point in our industry to really ramp up um, the fire protection. It literally changed overnight because of that. Yeah. When I was a building inspector, I remember they brought us in and let us watch that. The the lot the footage the stuff that wouldn't go on the news it was the legit. You got to dig for it, and I'm unlike that type of person. There's because there was a there was a um it was live. They had, there was a live camera crew there, and you could literally see it happen and go on fire, and the guy just backs out, and yeah, you could was... watch the whole thing live. It's it's horrific, and you can see the door get jammed, and the people are in the door screaming, and they can't get out. They're all just because yeah. everyone behind you is just pushing and. It's the right word, terrible. horrific. Horrific, horrific is the right horrific. word. I mean, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. They were stacked up like firewood in the doorframe. It was so People sad. were trying to pull them out. You couldn't get them out. Um, eventually, they broke a window, but even then, it was too late. Yeah. bad. Huh. Way to end on a happy note. Way to end on a happy note, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so um, much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was great. And everyone that's watching... If you're live or if you're watching the replay, if you enjoyed this, if you could smash that subscribe button, really appreciate it. If you're not following Joe yet, go follow him on Mass Construction. Um, you can listen to his show as well on all those platforms that we were naming off before. Or just find him right on Instagram. And uh, it's been great, guys. Everybody have a great day.